Well, hello. Welcome to Take a Shot with Amem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Amem Joy Emma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to today's episode, I hope you're listening with some love, some joy, some hope, some peace. If you're not, well, then you already know the drill. I am sending that your way right about now. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. If you're listening to this at the end of your day, I hope you had a fantastic day. If you're not, well, I hope things get better. Before we start today's episode, I actually wanted to share something that I don't typically share, that I don't typically celebrate. I should actually, the right word is celebrate, that I don't typically celebrate, but I, I'm learning that it's really important to celebrate my small wins because I realize that I'm somebody that doesn't necessarily take the time to stop and uh, celebrate my small wins sometimes. And especially when it comes to this podcast, because, you know, I can have a vision or have a vision for it. And when it, when I don't see uh, what I would like to see or the results that I would like to see, uh, with this podcast, I can I tend to get discouraged. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm going to be real. I tend to get dis- discouraged. Um, but I, I've just been, you know, in this place of learning to celebrate the small and realize like things, everything starts off small and grows. And um, your job is to keep nourishing and watering the seed and tending to the seed and its job or God's job is to provide the growth and the increase of whatever, whatever that seed is supposed to increase. But I can't control that. That is a matter of God's timing. And um, so I've been grappling with that and dealing with that. Anyway, so I want to celebrate. Right now, I'm actually recording this on Sunday, March 28th. It's Palm Sunday. Woo-oop. And on March 30th, it would be the anniversary of this podcast. That means I would have been recording this podcast for four years on March 30th. And for like I said, this is March 28th. Um, So this is Sunday. So March 30th. According to my calendar, is on Tuesday, and so when you'd be listening to this, I plan on putting this out actually tomorrow on the twenty ninth. So uh, on Tuesday or tomorrow, if you're listening to this when I put this out, um, would be four years since I created this podcast or this podcast's anniversary, I should say. And I just I want to take the time to celebrate that because I rarely ever do. I rarely ever stop, like I said, especially when it comes to this podcast, to celebrate it and to celebrate the small wins and to celebrate just, you know, I remember when I first started this podcast, um, I the first episode, I was so scared to put out the first episode, so scared. Um, 
I remember actually like crawling up in my bed when I had recorded uh, my the first ever episode. I crawled up in bed into a ball. And it's just because I was just so scared of what people were going to think of, you know, just of, you know, putting my voice myself out there. And for this to be four years later, and I'm still doing it and still enjoying doing it, there's something to be said about that. So I definitely, definitely want to celebrate that. Not that I've done it perfectly, not that I've always been consistent, um, but I'm still here. And I know for me, for this, I want to say this for the past I don't know, like end of 2020, beginning of 2021, I've really had to, I went through a period of really questioning if I still wanted to do this. Like I, um, because like I said, I, I have a thing with patience. God is still working on me. I can be impatient sometimes. And um, especially when I don't see what I want to see in the time that I would like to see it, <laughs> like I can I can lean to the impatient side and just really chuck my deuces and go. So I was in a place where I was just pondering if this was something I wanted to continue pouring into because it takes a lot of time and, you know, funds. Right. Because I want to, you know, do the best job that I possibly can. And so, yeah, I mean, it 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 takes a lot. And so I just had to come and I had to figure out a lot of a lot. I've been hearing a lot that um, especially when you're trying to build something and grow something that number one, it takes time. But not only that, that you really have to know your why. Right. Because you're not, you you know, in the event that you may not see what you want to see or the fruit that you want to see in the time that you want to see it. You really want to know why you are doing what you're doing. And I, I had to go back and I had to 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 get in prayer and to figure out, OK, I know I had a, a vision. I know I had a, a vision from God to do this, but I have to, you know, I had to to figure out, OK, why am I doing this? Uh, I need to know why I'm doing this. And that why has to be something that I can come back to over and over again that will um sustain me and keep me doing it even when I don't see what I want to see or or keep me in the right posture as I'm doing this and I know for me my why became very clear to me um is Esther 414 uh, after just praying and just like getting this so many times I realized oh this is my why and if you're not very familiar with that scripture Esther 414 says if you keep quiet at a time like this deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place but you and your relatives will die who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this and that just reminds me and tells me that God has put something on the inside of me that he wants spoken out. And it is my responsibility to not only whatever I believe and that God has put on my heart to speak, it is my responsibility to speak it. Um, Not my responsibility to look and say who's responding or not responding or whatever the case may be. It is my responsibility to say what I know 
he's telling me to say. And that if I don't, that if I don't do it, somebody else will do it because it is important to God that whatever I have to say, uh, whatever he puts on my heart to say is is spoken out. And if I don't do it, somebody else will do it. But something inside of me may not be that I die, but something inside of me will die because now I'm not living out what I believe that I'm called to live out. I'm not speaking. I'm not saying what I believe I'm called to say or what I'm convicted to say. Um, and something inside of me will die, right? And it'll not only affect me because I'm connected to other people, especially my family, it'll affect those around me because the thing about purpose is purpose, not only walking in purpose, not only blesses you, but it blesses the people that are around you. When they see you calling and, and walking out in your purpose, the people connected to you are blessed because of it, right? And when you don't, uh, something inside of you dies and that in turn, you know, affects the people connected to you um, as well. So I realized, yeah, that's that's a strong why. And that is my why. Um, and so I wanted to celebrate four years of doing this. And that has just changed my thinking in in just continuing to speak and continue to speak what I believe Um has been put on my heart to speak and let the chips fall where they may. So I wanted to share that. And also as a big thank you to y'all that have been here for four years, like what? Thank you, by the way, for listening. Like, thank you for listening. And thank you for those of you who've taken it a step further and, you know, written and said thank and thanked me or or shared with me how an episode has impacted you. Y'all don't y'all y'all think, you know, you you know, you're you're writing me and telling me um an episode has really impacted you, but it does so much more for me, I believe. I'm not gonna lie to you. Because sometimes, you know, I'm like, bruh, let's just cause is this really worth it? Is this really working? Is is it really doing what it's supposed to do? Is it giving what it's supposed to give, really? And when y'all write to me or when I get a message from you um about the impact of these words, it just it's so reassuring, reaffirming. And it it always comes right when I need it. That's the thing. That's just this speaks of how good God is, but it always comes right when I need it, right when I'm about to be like, listen, listen, I'm done. <laughs> it just comes right on time. So I appreciate you. Um, but I did want to read a review that I've had for a while now. And I think it's so super sweet and I'm super grateful for it. This review uh, was on Apple Podcasts and I wanted to read it just as a thank you, like just because y'all are amazing. This is by Biscuit83. Um, and this person said, this is a great podcast full of truth, lots of realness and humor. A man makes listeners feel valued and a part of the conversation. Her voice is great to listen to, and she's full of truth. The podcasts are also short, so you can get a dose of goodness and go on about your day. Great work, a man joy. Stuff like that. I mean, so sweet. And so, um, so grateful for that and definitely, definitely don't take that lightly. So thank you. 
And also, this is also an opportunity to say, yeah, go ahead. And wherever you listen to the podcast, rate and review. That'd be super helpful. It just lets others know that we are here. We do exist. Um, so go ahead and do that. But you know what? If if you're just like, sis, I'm like not in that place. Because I get it too. Like I'm somebody like, I, like for me to sit down, write a review, child, like I, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't always do that. If you're just a listener, and you've been here all this time listening. I I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, with that being said, believe it or not, that's not what my podcast is about. That was just the intro. Today, I want to talk about couple goals. And I don't even know when this like thought or idea or term started. But in the past couple of years, it kind of caught on on social media, couple goals, couple goals, couple goals. And lately, it just seems like we're moving away from, from that terminology. Especially in the past week, Quavo, Sweetie Dumb broke up. We all know about Derek Jackson, you know, so and, you know, and many other infidelities and things that have just come out in the past couple of years of people that we looked up to, couples that we looked up to. That have just been like, well, you know, we thought they were it. They were not. And just kind of wanting to throw away the term couple goal. And I was just kind of, you know, thinking about it, thinking about it. And, you know, was thinking, you know, this is why you don't put people on pedestals and da 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 da. But the question is, should we actually cancel couple goals? Like, should couple goals forever be canceled and not used any longer and I'm like I don't know I, I think you know it's the idea behind it is actually really powerful and really important and what do I mean by that I mean we often talk about representation and we often talk about how much representation matters and that it's important to see us what we look like what we're doing it's important to see representations of us and our diversity on the screen. And I think that when it comes to healthy couples, it is really important to see representation of healthy couples in our in our media, whether it's traditional media or social media. I think it's really important that we see that because I think a lot of people haven't grown up in healthy homes and seeing what a healthy relationship looks like. So I think that it's important for us to be able to see what a healthy couple and how a healthy couple is supposed to love one another. The problem is, you know, the platform of social media is, you know, we have different type of couples that come out and have different ideologies that may not be so healthy. And so, but we look at that and we think that's healthy and it's and it's not. But there should be couples that uh, are represented on social media that are healthy, not saying perfect, not um, not saying they're perfect, not saying that they have it all together, but they are active and intentional about being healthy and about showing showing their their flaws and um, um, being real and raw and authentic. I think that's important for people to see um, because we can't we can't become what we don't necessarily see. Right. We hear that all the time. Like, um, I mean, you can be the first to, let's say, do something you've never seen before. But it's a lot easier to see something and 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 realize like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen that. I didn't know that was a possibility. Now I want to 
become it, you know. And so I think that rather than canceling it, I think that we ought to redefine couple goals and redefine what couple goals is. And I think, first of all, it's this like canceling, even though I don't really like that word cancel, but we'll talk about cancel culture. That's another episode for another day. But um, I think we should completely do away with this idea of couple goals of certain couples being the standard. Nobody is the standard. Nobody, nobody. We shouldn't look at anybody and say, that's the standard. Like, I want to, I want to, you know, be like them. Like, they they are, they're it for me. Like, we we shouldn't look at a couple and and look at them as as kind of these perfect, flawless, they do everything right. (laughs) And because they do everything right and perfect, that we don't give them space to be human, right? We're flawed. We make mistakes. We grow. We learn. No one has it all together. If anyone, there is no one that has it all together. Um, If anyone says that they do have it all together, that's a red flag. Um, No one has it together. No one has it all together. And so that's why for the couple that decides to open up their lives on social media or traditional media, it's really important that they choose to be authentic to show this is not perfection but this is us pursuing health and this is what pursuing health looks like um and so and then uh, for us that is on the receiving end of that it's important that we say okay i admire that that's where that couple goals comes in i admire that i actually you know want to add that to you know something that i may want in a future relationship but i also give grace because first of all i'm seeing authenticity i also give grace to realize like not not everyone is perfect. So if 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 this couple happens to stumble and fall or whatever whatever the case may be, I give grace. Um and I'm not looking at them as the standard and I realize they're human too. Um and so when it comes to couples, is is not necessarily calling people and saying, This is the standard, this is the standard for all relationships. No one is. Um, but seeing the way they do things, being admired, gleaning and learning from this, from these couples as the best way you can, because again, you're not you're not intimately involved in their lives. So the best way you can from what they're choosing to show you, I'm learning the best way you can and saying, you know, I would like to incorporate that. I would like to, whatever the case may be, from, again, from from afar, from, from afar, very much afar. But I think much more powerful than that when it comes to couple goals is, and especially couples that you admire is what we we're calling couple goals now. Not perfect couples, not couples that are the standard, but couples that you admire. I think it's much more important to... Um, be in close relationship with that couple. Take it out of the sphere of social media because, again, social media, people show you what they want to show you and it could be a facade. And that's the truth. That's that's the ugly side of that. It could be a facade. You you, you generally want to believe the best, but at the end of the day, it could be a facade, right? doesn't mean that we should do away with couple goals or that people shouldn't, you know, show their process and, you know, um, show, you know, what health looks like. Some, some couples that are compelled to, to just be themselves and show this themselves online and be real and, re- and and raw and you know show share the story online. I think that's beautiful and that's needed. And people can look at that and say, "Well, I like that couple and 
And that's I would like to have something like that. Or um, I, I, I like certain qualities. I'm not calling them the standards, but I do admire certain things about the relationship that I would want to add to my life. But again, it's much more powerful when you're able to, to see that up close and personal. What do I mean by that? I mean, several years ago, I was very blessed and fortunate in my life to um, befriend a number of couples, a number of couples that I believe were healthy and and the varying years of marriage from like 40 you know 40 plus years to 20 years to 10 years I mean I got to befriend these couples and I got to thankfully be be friends with them be in their lives so eat with them you know visit their homes um sleep over in their homes and I got to see what pursuing health looks like in a home not pursuing perfection not you know we got everything together but what pursuing health looks like and what loving each other and and choosing each other every day, what that looks like. I got to see that on different levels with different years of relationship. And that blessed, being able to see that up close totally changed my thinking, changed my like little list. Like I had a list of the type of man that I wanted. Girl, by the time I, you know, was in relationship with these couples and got to see how they do life, how they love each other, how they honor each other on different, again, with different, all these different years, I was like, girl, I had it wrong. I prioritized the wrong thing. And I learned, oh, this is how you handle this. Oh, it's all, you know, fights don't have to end in, you know, a a shout out match and I learned so much and it wasn't necessarily like them sitting and saying let me teach you it was just about me being around them like when you're around someone so much you you pick up on things and you learn so much but by them just being themselves and and being in these relationship with these couples just showed me like oh like I learned so much like oh that's how you do that or you know even down to parenting uh oh like that's how you know that's how you speak to your child. You're not supposed to speak to your child that way. You speak to your child this way. Um, and so I, I learned so much um, just by being around what we what I would consider couple goals. Right. And again, it wasn't perfection, but I learned so much. I learned about the importance of boundaries in a relationship. I learned, uh, you know, again, about pursuing growth. I, I learned all of that and, and, and so much um, being around these couples. So I think more than just seeing these couples on social media it was so much more impactful to be in actual relationship with these couples and seeing like this is what it looks like to to be in a family that that's that is pursuing love and uh, pursuing connection like this and being a family that honors and respects each other and being a family that make mistakes and hold on to their mistakes and apologize. I mean, it, it was just really beautiful for me to see. And when I saw that, it made me, like I said, reconsider my list, reconsider some of the things that I thought I wanted. And so if number one, I want to say, you know, if you saw a relationship online that didn't work out, it is not bad that you feel disappointed. I know I feel like people shame people for feeling disappointed about a couple that let them down. No, <laughs> we all want to see <laughs> an example of something that that we've never seen before, which is a man and a woman that love each other and honor each other and respect each other 
you know, that that value each other and choose each other. We want to see an example of that because so often it's the opposite. So often it's like it's messy and, it, you know, and, and so we want to see not, not that they're doing it perfect, not that they have it all together, but it's just a beautiful thing to see because it makes you realize when you when, you know, you're ready, you realize, yeah, uh, I want someone that honors me, too. I want somebody that uh, you, your list starts to change. And that means your prayer to God for for whatever you want starts to change, too. Right. Because you're seeing it. And maybe for the first time, you're seeing something that you never in your sphere of influence, you don't have that like positive relationship. So I do think it's important for for to see that, to see uh, healthy couples. But again, again, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. It is the responsibility of the couple to be as authentic as possible. But more than that, um, you know, pray and ask God to, you know, to help you find and get in relationship with couples that, you know, are healthy, number one, um, and so that you're able to just glean from their lives by just being with them and them being themselves. You know, but seeing that you get to see so much and you get to learn so much. And, and by doing that, you get to go back home and say, okay, I didn't even know this was, I didn't even know this was possible. I didn't know. I remember I was, um, I was, um, I forgot, I forgot who I was, I was listening to, but it was, it was a speaker and he was talking about how he had a friend in his home um, and their parents were arguing about something. And the way that they were arguing caused his friend to break down because he was like, I've never seen people argue like this. Usually when people argue, it's, it's like you're yelling at each other, cursing each other out and blah, blah, blah. But the way that he saw his friend's parents arguing, it didn't end up in a shouting, um, throwing things, just really uh, toxic, uh, uh, end up in a toxic situation. But rather it was okay, it is what it is and, and we move on. It was a much more healthier version of what he'd ever seen. And so it brought his friend to tears because he never experienced something like that before. And that's what that does. Being around couples that have learned to argue well, being around, you know, couples that have learned, you know, boundaries, all that stuff and are pursuing health is powerful because you get to see, yo, you do it like this. I ain't never seen that done before, you know, and that changes your paradigm of what you want and how you want to live your life moving forward. That is powerful. And that's generational shifting and breaking because now you want to do do things differently. and You're going to pursue things differently. And what that does is for the next generation, because they see you doing things differently, they're going to want to do diff things differently now because that's all they know. They know to do things differently because you did things differently, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think the idea of couple goals in itself is bad. I think it's redefining it and not giving, you know, first of all, giving people grace. People make mistakes, but also people are not the standard. People are going to make mistakes. And I'm not saying that there's some couples uh, or some situations where it's just like, nah, you was fouled. Yes, we have those two where it's like, you are you're saying something that you're doing something and you're living a whole completely different way yeah no that's not what I'm talking about but you know overall 
I think it's really important that we we have couples that we look at and we say they seem to they seem to be, you know, doing their best to honor and love each other the best way they know how. I mean, I think about the couples that come to mind for me, you know, even in the media, I think about, let's see, um, Sierra and Russell Wilson. Everyone knows them, right? I don't know what happens behind closed doors, but from the outside looking in, it seems like they're doing their best to uh, be authentic, uh, show us what they want to show us uh, and, and love each other well, right? From the outside looking in, I think about, um, Kevin Fredericks and Melissa Fredericks, right? Same thing. Uh, Tabitha Brown and Chance Brown, uh, Megan Good and Devon Franklin. Um, these are people that I think that are really trying. Does that mean, do I, are they perfect or do I know what happens behind closed doors? No, but would I say, because I don't know that they shouldn't be being themselves and, you know, living their lives and sharing their story because I don't know what happens behind closed doors. No, you know, um, but again, I think it's important that it's our responsibility because again, it's our lives to take it a step further and say, I want to be in relationship with couples that I admire so that I can see it and um, things start to change because of it. Um, for me, I was able to, uh, like I said, uh, find these couples in a church community. I was in, it was in church, I actually found these couples, not really found, but befriended, I should say is a better word. Um, it was a church I went to that was life-changing, life-changing. And um, I got to befriend these couples. And like I said, it's not like they sat me down and say, we want to teach you. No, it was just, again, being friends with these couples and just over the years, being in a relationship with them, I got to see, you know, and this is why, like, I generally, yeah, it, you know, as a single person, I think it's dope to have single friends, but also it's dope to have married friends, especially when, you know, your goal is to be married. It's dope to have healthy, married, you know, friends of different ages. I think that's really important that are pursuing health well. I think that's really, really important to be able to see and to be able to learn and to be able to grow from that. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't want to repeat myself, but uh, I hope that made sense. If it did, I'd love to hear all about it. What are your thoughts? You know, are you like, sis, I hear you, but I'm sorry right now because of all the mess that's been going on with social media and people just lying. I just can't right now, but I hear you, sis. Or are you like, you know, I kind of, I never thought about it that way. Or are you thinking something completely different? I am on social media at Take a Shot Podcast, or you can reach out to me at Take a Shot Podcast at Gmail. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, that just lets others know that we are here and we do exist. As always, I love you and I appreciate you and I cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Decided I was the blame. Got mad when we went our separate ways. Wreak havoc. Your ego was way too hard. You look shattered. I almost cut my finger on your sharp edges. Forget the lies you told. I hope you feel better. I didn't leave because you stopped me. I just pressed play. I bet you choose to stay and the past to say. But wait.